0: Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life Chat. I'm Laura Timmons, Marketing Analyst for EMC National Life. And
0: I'm Anna Coleman. I'm the marketing communications coordinator for EMC National Life, and today Laura and I will be your hosts. Here at EMC National Life, our purpose is to improve lives, and one way we are doing that is through our 2023 agent education campaign called Healthy Life. Each month we focus on a specific wellness category, and we talk about how we can incorporate balance and wellness into our everyday lives. In honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, we are highlighting emotional wellness and how we can incorporate emotional wellness into our daily lives. To help us with our discussion on emotional wellness, I would like to introduce our guest, Brianna Sink. Brianna is the Make It Okay Coordinator for Iowa's Healthiest State Initiative. Welcome, Brianna. Can you please introduce yourself and tell us a little more about what you do and how you got involved in the mental health space?
2: Absolutely. Hello. Good morning. Um, My name is Brianna Sink. And like you said, I am with the Iowa Healthiest State Initiative. I started back at the end of 2022. So just a few months in, but loving every moment of it. Um, I got started with um, mental health and the Make It Okay campaign through... um, last summer I had my first baby and had time off and just realized I really wanted to make an impact with what I do when I go back to work and this opportunity presented itself and I've really kind of embraced the change and trying to make an impact and a difference in somebody else's life every day. And so this organization has a number of campaigns they promote. Um, but this one has been really impactful just to, again, make a difference in other people's lives. Um, mental illnesses are, it's kind of a hard topic to talk about. So making it easy and just simple to talk about has been um, really rewarding. That's awesome.
1: And can you tell us what you've learned about mental health since working with the Make It Okay organization?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I think mental health in general, like, No one really wants to talk about it. Again, it's a very hard topic to talk about, but they're very common. Like Mental illnesses are extremely common. In fact, one in five will experience a mental illness at some point in their life, which I think is huge, especially when you compare it to a physical condition such as diabetes, which one in 10 are diagnosed with. You can clearly see there's a lot more people diagnosed with a mental illness, yet how we talk about it is so different, and that's because of the stigma around mental illness. So it's been interesting just to learn those types of things and just knowing that like you know there's four of us in this room now if we had one more of us there's one of us that could be affected by mental illness or mental health
0: that's yeah that's a great statistic um really puts it into perspective and i really like the comparison you make to physical health like we really talk about that a lot and it's something that is in our culture and everyone wants to be healthy but we kind of forget about our mental health and making sure that's um healthy as well Um, so that kind of leads into our next question how have you seen the discussion around mental health change over the years and how can we be better advocates for our own mental and emotional health great question
2: i think the pandemic as much as there is a lot of terrible things that came with the pandemic right i think it also it put a spotlight on mental health because everyone was affected by the isolation even if you didn't have a mental illness to to begin with or if you didn't suffer from you know depression or anxiety it affected you in some way. Before the pandemic, no one really wanted to talk about it. But now after the pandemic, because it shined a spotlight on it, people are more open to talk about how they're feeling or, okay, I need to talk about this. I need to, you know, a lot of us had time to focus in on ourselves and seek help. Like, and you kind of talk to people and like people get vulnerable. And so, I think when you're once you're vulnerable, you're like, all right, like this is, I'm not the only one feeling this way. So, that's really comforting and knowing that. And so, kind of creating this bond with other people that, hey, it's okay to not be okay. And we can be not okay together, and that can eventually make us okay. But I think even like growing up, we never really talked about what to do in a mental health crisis. We learned about CPR, we learned about uh, first aid, um, we learned to talk call 911. right? We ha- I remember that in kindergarten, the mm-hmm. firefighters would come in and we'd practice dialing 911 and giving our name and everything. But we were never really taught what to do in a mental crisis or a mental emergency. And so actually last July, 988 was um, created and it's a suicide and crisis lifeline. So similar to 911, you can call, text, or chat 24-7, seven days a week. And so I think even that is a huge stride in helping us not only with the mental field, mental health field, but just like now you know what to do. If there is a situation that maybe you're, you're not even comfortable helping someone with, but you can contact somebody else who is. So I think that's huge. Um, but again, just talking about it now, too, like now we have QPR, which is Question, Persuade, Refer, which is a training. It's an hour long free training that people can take. And it's a suicide prevention course. So I highly recommend that. Um, so similar to CPR for those emergencies, we have something now called QPR. And then there's also Mental Health First Aid um, training available. That one is a little bit more intense. It's about an eight-hour um, course, but it's it goes into really great examples, real-life stories on how to help someone who is in a crisis. So I think those resources have been developing over the past years, and um, I'm excited to see what additional resources are created as we continue to you know, explore and learn more about the mental health field. But I think the pandemic was a a good one just to kind of promote mental health and its awareness.
1: Yeah, it's kind of almost a silver lining of a hard time really exactly. for the whole yeah. world. It kind of pushed a lot of people to point where you couldn't ignore it anymore. And um, thank you for sharing those resources. I know some of those are probably newer, and I think there's probably some mental health resources that were you know, available before, but maybe they didn't get the attention that they should, or the awareness, so people couldn't utilize them. Like I know 988, there used to be much longer, harder to remember helplines you could call, so getting (laughs) 988 set up is awesome and so similar to 911. The parallels are really helpful, Easy to remember. Yes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, And so you mentioned some of those resources of if you or someone you know is having a a mental health crisis, can you tell us some like signs, clues, or flags that we should notice? um, Or if you want to assist that person, like how you can start that conversation. I know you mentioned some of those resources, but uh, what points should we cover if we want to assist that person?
2: Yeah, of course. So I think the hard thing with mental illnesses and just mental health in general is that um, symptoms aren't obvious. Like a blood test or a lump in the skin, like you can't take a a test to diagnose yourself with this in that form. A lot of what we talk about with the Make It Okay campaign is um, learn, talk, and share. So learning more about mental illnesses and the stigma surrounding it, and then talking more openly and more caring and having more informed conversations, um, and then last sharing the message of hope because recovery is possible if you have a mental illness. And so symptoms really can look different from person to person. They show up in physical symptoms, emotional symptoms. um, And I I know it's hard too because I often get the question, well, how do you know someone is going through something, especially if you don't know them? And that's a great question. And I don't have an answer for that because these symptoms really are, they're hard to, Determine, especially if you don't know someone very well but if you do know someone maybe it's someone in your family or maybe it's a neighbor you're close with and perhaps you know every time you see them they're a ray of sunshine and they always bring positive light to the conversation or just like the room you know maybe it's something like they aren't doing that one day or um, they just seem really not themselves like I think it's important just to call that out and like Mm -hmm. make sure like check in on them like it's as simple as hey you don't seem like yourself today is everything okay do you want to grab lunch together or maybe go for a walk if it's nice out? And just like check in on them, you know. We can't all be running 100% every single day. We all have good days. You all have bad days, right? Like no one's perfect. <laughs> but just mm-hmm. like we have physical health, we have mental health. And some days, we're you know, our mental health isn't going to be super great. But even just having someone notice that you aren't yourself I feel like can mean a lot just like oh someone notice a someone notices me but b, someone like wants to make sure I'm okay so I think that's the hard thing is like again those symptoms look different person to person but it's just important to like just get that conversation starting like a lot can be done through talking but most importantly listening and like trying to listen to understand how they're feeling rather than listening to like judge or just to, like do that check mark of like hey how are you doing and then like walking away um i think that goes a long way you know we all do it crossing the hallway yeah. like hey how's it going so um i think you know and so, you know that's still fine but if it's someone that you're really genuinely wanting to know how they're doing really listen to yeah. what they're saying
0: definitely I just to add to your point, I do think it is really important to acknowledge if you think someone like seems off that day that actually happened to me the other day. And it's just nice to feel that someone is like sees you and knows you well enough to be like, hey, you seem a little off. And then it opens up the conversation Um, with May being Mental Health Awareness Month. Do you have any tips um, that maybe you personally do to help like with your mental health in your daily lives? And I thought maybe Laura and I could chime in on just some small ways, because I think it's important to recognize that you don't have to do something big to make this change in your life it can be these small steps that lead to bigger change um
2: so for me this one's gonna sound kind of silly um but i make my bed every day and for me it's like a good one it's something small but it's something i'm doing for my my future self so you know later that night i can I, you know if, if the house is a total mess i know for sure my bed is made and it's something i'm like i'm doing this for me a little self-care for myself and so i know that's something totally niche and weird but that's what I do but other things too like now that it's nice out getting outside for me is such a huge thing um even if it's just like a walk around the block or taking my kid to daycare it's something small enough that I'm like okay I got outside I got fresh air um another few things that I would recommend to people and I know just as like you said Anna it takes it doesn't have to be very long um getting outside eating healthy Um, reaching out to a friend or a family member so it's as easy as just like it takes two seconds to to send a text right so my husband and I actually have this kind of rule that if we're ever like do you know who I thought about today so and so and it's kind of like our challenge to each other is all right did you text them like check in on them or just say hey you know you crossed my mind today just thinking of you or especially if you know someone's going through a hard time just hey just sending you hoping you have a good day because Giving somebody that smile, or just that oh, again somebody notices me, or someone's thinking about me, it can, it can be a game changer. It can be a whole day changer. So that's something that we've done, and it's it's again, it's really easy. It's simple, and I think we've all been on the receiving end of something similar to that. And tell me, it doesn't bring you a smile, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another thing too is just like a gratitude journal is a great place to start too. Maybe start with two or three things each day that you're grateful for. Um, that there's a lot of research behind gratitude and your mental health so those are a few things i would recommend again all very easy things um but getting outside that's probably one of my favorites
0: yeah the power of movement Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: absolutely Mm -hmm. what are your guys's
0: definitely like getting out on walks and getting outside i think is really important but one thing that i've noticed um we we found a resource through the national institutes of health and they have six strategies to improve your emotional health and one on those is managing stress. And I think it's easy to become stressed in life. Um, and one thing I've recognized in my life is knowing how your body reacts to stress and being able to recognize, hey, I'm really stressed right now. I am I need to like take a step back, maybe go on a walk or um, just get out of my chair and move around. Uh, so I think that's important just to kind of look inward and figure out like how your body reacts to stress and how you can get through that stress so you can be better on the other side.
1: Yeah, I'm a big believer in going for walks. I know during the pandemic, especially on social media, sort of the mental health walk (laughs) really had a Mm -hmm. moment there, but I think it really is helpful. So I definitely try to get those in every day if I can, but especially if I'm feeling like stressed or just in a funk in general, whether it's just over my lunch break or when I'm done with work for the day to kind of help segment my day. Like, okay, I'm done with work stress. Now I'm going to be at home, especially working from home. I think having something to just put that break in your day. So you're like, this part of my day is over. I'm in this other part of my day now. When your physical environment isn't changing or even at the end of the day, like after dinner, to like really sort of burn off any of that sort of like lingering stress from the day I feel like is really nice but I do think even beyond like if you know the weather's bad or you know if it's winter or something so like going for a walk outside really isn't a good option just any way that you can change your physical environment if you're in a not great headspace I find is really helpful whether it's just like getting up and going to do a different activity or like just physically getting up and like going to a different room so that you're changing your environment. I just find it's a little bit easier to get into a different headspace if you have some sort of physical change in your surroundings to kind of help push you in the right direction. I guess those
2: are all great tips. Yeah, absolutely. I would cannot agree more.
1: We have listeners from across the country. So for those not in the state of Iowa, what are some nationally known mental health resources?
2: Yeah. Great question. Um, So as mentioned, 988 is a national resource. Another one is um, MindSpring Mental Health Alliance. They're actually headquartered here in Iowa, but they are nationwide and they offer free mental health education, support and advocacy programs. So they actually just had a couple free webinars um, a few weeks ago just about like, what does depression feel like or what does anxiety look like? And those are those are really great Um, just to get to know some more about mental illness. I think education goes a long way. Um, Another one is Mental Health America. You can learn more about mental illnesses. You can find help and you can also get screened. They have a screening um, program. It's free. Um, So if you're thinking that maybe something isn't quite right, go ahead and go to their website and they have that screening process available. And then last is National Alliance on Mental Illness, or NAMI. They have chapters throughout the state, throughout the country, and they also provide free resources and support groups for those with a mental illness or those who are caregivers. So I think those are some great first steps if you're looking into more information.
0: And those trainings you mentioned earlier in the podcast, the Mental Health First Aid and Question, Persuade, Refer, are those, where where can you find those?
2: So the Mental Health First Aid, they actually have their own website. So it's just – if you just Google mentally, Mental Health First Aid, you should be able to find it. And then QPR is actually offered through a, a lot of different um, programs. So actually, Make It Okay uh, actually originated up in Minnesota, and it's a national program and a national campaign, and it's to reduce the stigma of mental illness. And they actually offer some QPR trainings for free. So um, that's where I actually got my training was through the – um headquarter make it okay but again if you google it there will be other
1: organizations that pop up too awesome it's great to hear that there are so many resources out there across the country um, that people can turn to if they need a little bit more assistance or a resource thank you brianna for joining us today this was a great discussion and i know i learned a lot and i hope our listeners did too
2: thank you for having me
1: So here at EMC National Life, we are all about improving lives, providing peace of mind and financial security for people and their loved ones through life insurance is one way we improve the lives of others.
0: And this episode is part of our Healthy Life campaign where we are striving to improve lives through balance and wellness. Visit our microsite at emchealthylife.com for podcast episodes, articles, social media content, and more. If you have any ideas or questions for future podcast episodes, please email us at lifechat@emcnl.com. at emcnl.com. The link will be in the show notes. We would love to hear from you. Thank you again, Laura and Brianna, for joining the podcast today and for the great discussion on emotional wellness.
1: Have a great day. Bye. Have a great day. Bye.